the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God wants us to hear his word. God wants us to take his word to heart and give glory to him. To take to heart here, it, it means to treat something, listen, to treat something as significant and important or to take seriously. And God wants his priests, and we're all priests, he wants his priests to treat his word as significant and important and to take his word seriously, something the priests were not doing. God addressed the priests in Malachi's day with some convicting truths. They were leading God's people astray, most significantly by devaluing God's word and teaching it was okay to be disobedient to it. The priests were the leaders of the nation of Israel, and the bad examples they set influenced the whole nation in terrible ways. And today, Pastor Dan will challenge you to be aware of the influence you're having on other believers. Do you esteem God's Word and allow it to be your guide in life so others can see? Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Malachi chapter 2 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Malachi chapter 2. Well, Malachi is God's last word in the Old Testament. Uh, After Malachi, uh, God does not speak again for 400 years, known as the 400 silent years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Malachi is a post-exile prophet, a post-exile prophet, along with Zechariah and Haggai. Malachi is written to the Jewish people who returned back to the land of Israel after the Babylonian captivity or the Babylonian exile. Uh, he's, he lives about 100 years after Zechariah and Haggai. In Malachi's time, the temple in Jerusalem had been rebuilt. The people were offering sacrifices again, keeping the feasts again. Jerusalem was rebuilt. The cities of Judah were rebuilt. Uh, life had normalized for the Jewish people back in the land, and yet, sadly, their love for God grew cold. Their, their zeal for God had died off. They, they had lost their, their reverence for God. They had lost their sobriety in the things of the Lord, and they, they actually developed a low view of God and a low view of worship and a low view of, of sacrifice to God and a low view of service to God. If you remember in chapter 1 last week, the the people were offering God their their lame and sick and diseased and blind animals and and worship that were of no value to them instead of sacrificing animals that were without spot or blemish as God commanded 
uh, they, were, they were offering kind of these unwanted animals, their leftovers, instead of giving God their best and keeping their best for themselves. And so God sent Malachi the prophet to confront the people of Israel about their apathy toward him. Malachi is an in-your-face prophet. And, and that's very much true, as we'll see again. The Lord here, he admonishes the priests specifically. Now, the first part of chapter 2 is directed at the priests. And, and we can read this and we can think, I'm glad I'm not a priest. You know, he's, he's really rebuking the priests here. I'm not a priest. So this doesn't really apply to me. Listen, give me your attention. You are a priest. You are a priest. We're all priests. First Peter chapter two, verse nine says that all believers are part of a royal priesthood. Revelation chapter five, verse 10 says that believers in Jesus Christ have been made kings and priests to our God. As priests, we represent Jesus Christ in this world. And so what Malachi says to the priests, it applies to all of us that are believers. So we want to take it to heart. Not only that, if you're a father, you are the priest of your home. And you have the responsibility of leading your family spiritually. If you're a single mom, then you're the priest of the home. And you have the responsibility of leading your family spiritually. So what what Malachi says does apply to all of us because all believers are part of the royal priesthood and Christ and spiritual leaders in the home, especially fathers. So we want to listen to what God says here to the priests. Look at verse one. And now, O priests, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear If you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. The the priests in Malachi's day were, were disrespecting and dishonoring God by making these offerings that were insulting to God. They treated God in a way that they would never treat another human being. If you remember back in chapter 1, God said, hey, you would not offer this to your governor, and yet you offer it to me. In addition, the priests in chapter 1, they were were complaining about serving God, saying it's a weariness, and sneering at serving God. And, And here God says to the priests, this commandment is for you. I'm talking to you, priests. He says, if if you will not hear, and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to me, you can stop right there. God God wants us to, to hear his commands. God wants us to hear his word. God wants us to take his word to heart and give glory to him. To take to heart here, it, it means to treat something, listen, to treat something as significant and important, or to take seriously. And God wants his priests, and we're all priests, he wants his priests to treat his word as significant and important and to take his word seriously, something the priests were not doing in Malachi's day. And the reason that God says this to the priests specifically is because the priests were the leaders of the nation. And as the priests go, so goes the nation. 
If the priests prioritize the word, if they esteem the word of God, if they hold the word of God in high regard and take it to heart, so will the people. The attitude of the priest toward the word of God will influence the attitude of the people toward the word of God. If the priests have a high view of the Bible, the people will have a high view of the Bible. And the opposite is also true. If the priests have a low view of the Bible, which they did, the people will have a low view of the Bible, which they had. Again, as the priests go, so goes the nation. And that's why God is admonishing the priests to hear the word of God, to take it to heart, to give glory to God by honoring his word and honoring his commandments. This is also true in a church. If the pastor of a church has a high regard for the Bible from the pulpit, the congregation will also have a high regard for the Bible. If a pastor has a low regard for the Bible from the pulpit or treats the Bible as insufficient on its own or, or, or treats the Bible as if it needs to be propped up or dressed up or helped out with stories and movie clips and all, that will become the attitude of the congregation toward the Bible. The congregation will have a low view of the Bible and the congregation will think the Bible is insufficient on its own or the Bible is boring on its own. As the pulpit goes, so goes the congregation. It's also true in a family. Again, the father is the priest of the home. And as I said, if there's not a father in the home, that responsibility falls to the mother. But the father's attitude toward the Bible will influence the attitude of the rest of the family. If the father in the home esteems the word of God in the home, or the parents esteem the word of God, if they take the word of God to heart, treat the word of God as significant and important, and the kids see mom and dad reading the Bible every day, trying to live by the book, making Christ preeminent in the family, that will influence the children and their attitude toward the Bible. Now, kids can become prodigals, A parent can teach their children to love the Lord and honor his word, and a child can still become a prodigal. But generally speaking, if the father is prioritizing Jesus Christ in his own life and in the family and prioritizing the word of God, so will the family. Now look at verse 2 again. If you will not hear, if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse Upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. He's saying here if the priests do not repent and begin to hear the word and take his word to heart and honor his word and glorify God, God will remove his blessings from them and send a curse upon them. God cannot bless their low view of him and their disregard for his word. Now, Understand, you, you can have a, a low view of scriptures and still draw a big crowd with a low view of scripture and a low view of God. You can draw a crowd a lot of ways. You can get people to show up a lot of different ways. But, but, but God's blessing is not there. Just because there's a big crowd doesn't mean God is blessing it. 
God's spirit may not be there working and moving in that place. And God says here that he has already begun to curse them because they they did not take it to heart. And he describes the curse he will bring upon them in verse 3. Behold, I will rebuke your descendants and spread refuse on your faces. How do you like them apples? The refuse of your solemn feasts. And one will take you away with it. The, the priests, again, they had a low view of God at this point. They had a low view of his commands. And we see here, it doesn't only affect them, it will also affect their descendants. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. In Psalm 78, it says, We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about His power and His mighty wonders, so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their own children, so each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting His glorious miracles and obeying His commands, then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. We have a responsibility as parents to to pass our faith on to the next generation so the next generation puts their hope in God and not rebel and refuse to give their hearts to God. The priests were not passing their faith on to their descendants. They had this low view of God, low view of his word. They're not keeping his word. And so the descendants of the priests will be rebuked. The Lord says, I will spread refuse or excrement on your faces after the service tonight out in the parking lot. I'm just kidding. You got to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. If you're taking notes, you can jot down Exodus chapter 29, verse 14. Exodus 29, 14. There, the priests were instructed to take the, the hide and the dung of the offerings outside the camp and burn it outside the camp. And God says, I'm going to take the dung from your offerings that you're offering me, these lame, blind, broken down offerings that you're giving me. I'm going to take the dung and I'm going to smear it on your faces to publicly humiliate the priests because the priests were publicly humiliating God with their lame offerings. This is, this is how God felt about their offerings. And the priests may have said, oh, it's, it's no big deal. It's not that important if we offer lame and blind offerings to God. That's, that's okay. So what if it's not without spot or, or blemish? Hey, listen, it's a big deal to God. It's a big deal to God when we disregard his commands. He said, offer animals without spot or without blemish. 
And they're just ignoring that. They're ignoring his word and doing their own thing. And clearly, God doesn't like it. And so verse 4, Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. God made a covenant with the tribe of Levi, and it was the tribe of Levi, or the Levites, who served God as the priests. He's addressing priests here. And here God reminds the priests of the covenant he made with Levi, and he calls them to return to that covenant. He describes the covenant in verse 5. My covenant was with him. It was one of life and peace. And I gave them to him that he might fear me. So he feared me and was reverent before my name. The, The purpose of the covenant God made with the Levites was to give them life and peace. You know, that's what God wants to give you, life and peace. Eternal life through Jesus Christ, abundant life through Jesus Christ, and peace. God wants you to have peace in your life. Peace with God, the peace of God. That's what he offers to us. In this covenant with the Levites, he gave them life and peace. The covenant required the priests to fear the Lord, to be reverent before the Lord, not irreverent as the priests were in Malachi's day. And he's reminding them here, this is the covenant that I made. When I entered into this covenant with Levi to make him a priest, to make the tribe of Levite priests, this is what I expected from them. Now look at verse 6. Speaking of the tribe of Levi serving as priests, this is what God intended. The law of truth was in his mouth and injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and turned many away from iniquity. The law of truth was to be in the priest's mouth. The priests were always supposed to speak the truth of God to the people, the truth of God's word. Injustice should never be on his lips or unrighteousness. He should never tell the people something that is wrong or false. If he's always proclaiming God's word, he he never has to worry about saying something that is false or wrong. The priests walked with God in peace and equity or uprightness. The priests, again, were God's representatives, and so they should walk in step with God, not out of step with God. And the priests should turn many away from iniquity. The priests... We're supposed to declare the truth of God to the people. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. If someone was in sin and needed to repent, the priests were not to overlook that sin or ignore that sin or avoid bringing up an uncomfortable subject, but tell the people the truth and call them to repentance and tell people or turn people away from their iniquity. The priests in Malachi's day were leading people into iniquity instead of turning people away from iniquity. God was calling the priests back to their original calling. Return back to the covenant I made with Levi and do those things. He was calling them to return back to the old paths. They'd gotten away. You know, throughout church history, there is a pattern. 
the church drifts away from what Jesus originally intended for his church and the church begins to compromise and the church becomes worldly and carnal and the church begins to rely upon the flesh and the church gets off course and then God sends revival and he awakens Christians and they return back to the Lord and they return back to the old ways. I I was reading a book recently, a little booklet that I received at a conference that was on revival, and it, and it described uh, revivals throughout church history as, as the tide coming in. And it talked about how the tide will go out in a culture, and a tide will go out in a church, and, and, and Christians will kind of you know, become sleepy in, in their relationship with the Lord and become dull and cool off, and, and the tide's out in a culture, and immorality rises, and carnality rises, and and all of these things. But then the Holy Spirit starts to bring the tide back in. And the Spirit begins to stir in people's hearts. And begins to move among God's people. And the book talked about how you know, we don't know uh, how long the tide will be in for. We don't know how far the tide will reach. But the tide comes in and begins to stir God's people. And awaken God's people. And then after a period of time the tide goes back out. And it's, and it's these revivals throughout church history that keep the church alive by reawakening it over and over. This can happen in a church. This can happen in an individual's life also. Or maybe you begin to cool off spiritually. You begin to drift away from the Lord Jesus Christ. Then God's spirit begins to move in your life and quicken you. And you come back to the Lord with a greater love and a greater hunger for the Lord. A greater hunger for God's word and fellowship and the things of God. Here he's calling the priest to come back, to return back to the old paths, return back to the covenant that God made with Levi. Look at verse seven. Look what he says. It's such a wonderful verse here. For the lips of a priest should keep knowledge and people should seek the law from his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. The lips of the of the priests should keep knowledge. Now, when it says knowledge here, it's not talking about human knowledge or human wisdom. This means the knowledge of God's word. Hosea chapter four, verse six says the people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Again, it's not human knowledge. He's not talking about like, you know, differential equations. You need to know how to do that if you're going to be successful. No, he's talking about the knowledge of God's word. The priests, the priests, should be known for keeping knowledge, for guarding and preserving the word of God, protecting the word of God from compromise, protecting the word of God from corruption, protecting the word of God from any any worldly influences coming in to the church. People should seek the law from the priest's mouth. Priests should be known for speaking God's word to people. And when you go to a priest with a problem or a situation, the priest will tell you what God's word says. Not his personal opinion, not human wisdom, not psychology or sociology or anything else, but the word of God. And for parents, especially fathers, as the priest of the family, the priest of the home, we should communicate the word of God to our children as best as we can, as often as we can. And you have to know the Word of God to communicate the Word of God. He asked me how I know, and I say, 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament. Pastor Dan has more to share with you next time. But if you have any questions or would like to talk or share a prayer request, we'd like to hear from you. You can reach us at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also get in touch with us by visiting our website. Go to calvaryec.com and look under the About tab, then click on Contact. You're welcome to submit prayer requests on our website, too. Are you looking for additional messages from this series? You can find them at calvaryec.com as well under the Media tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. If you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. Our website is a great place to find out what we believe and get to know Pastor Dan a little more. Feel free to explore and learn more at calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to gain some additional insights from this Old Testament book of Malachi. Pastor Dan will help bring some clarity to what this book is about, so be sure to join us again right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that cry. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.